Welcome back to the Pro Origins podcast on Spotify. Uh, my name is Piano Guy, also known as Benji, and I'm here with Welly and Fools, who are both the founding members of uh, Bambusa Gaming, which is currently the number one console team and organization uh, in Fortnite. How you uh, doing, boys? Yeah, going yeah, good, right. Yeah. Good. Had a uh, good New Year? Yeah, bro. It was pretty mean, eh? Like, just with the fam doing the usual, but... Fair enough. How was Christmas? Yeah, um, just really uh, different this year. Um, different, was, yeah. I mean, some people, like, you haven't seen for, like, seven odd months. And you yeah. see him, but it feels... It's normal, weird. But it's, it's not. Weird. Yeah, it's real weird, but... It's it's yeah. I mean, it's it's so different uh, these days. I mean, everything is changing with coronavirus, and um, it's it's changing the way we we see family, the way we work. People are losing jobs, and um, and it would have had a big impact on Fortnite as well. Yeah, for sure. eh? You know, like they started hosting different tournaments and stuff throughout the year to make up for the time people were locked away. Exactly. Um, It's had a big effect on everything, really. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I, as, as we know, World Cup was going to happen 2020, oh, sorry, 2021, um, and they've cancelled that, and we don't know if they're going to do it online or if they're going to do it another year. Uh, there's been so many LAN tournaments that are cancelled. I now can't win any money because I, I may be a shit Fortnite player, but I'm good when it comes to randoms in a LAN event. So, uh, <laughs> um, but no, we're, we're all losing a bit, but we're also uh, gaining a bit. I mean, you know, a lot of kids are not going to school anymore. It gives them a chance to get better at the game and play the game more, uh, which I guess gives Bambusa more of a chance to sign some new and upcoming players. Yeah, for sure. Eh? You know, we've got a lot of talent on the rise and we've got our eyes on a few people and it's all, you know, anyone's game at the end of the day. Exactly. So I want to talk to you, Ellie. How did you meet Fools? How, actually, how did you guys meet? Well, mate, he's lucky he met me, I can tell you that much. <laughs> um, it, it started on one beautiful day back in a box fight, actually, for a mutual yeah. friend. Um, oh, God. I'd recently come back out of retirement. Uh, I was playing a box fight and against a mate who I'd known for a while. And he'd found a new friend to to face us with, and yeah, I was trying to Yeah, it all started from there. And then um, he kept inviting me back, so I thought he liked me. <laughs> and then that's where he the romance started. We loved that, of course. Um, so did you guys meet recently, or was it an older season, or w- when was it? To be honest with you, like I think it was maybe six months ago. Okay, well, I, I think it was the start of um season four of chapter two for Fortnite. so yeah uh, right the okay. season just kicked off yeah so, so quite new then because i mean the, the yeah. game's been around for a good oh, three four years almost now uh, i think it started what 2017 december yeah. something um but no so so you guys obviously kicked it off pretty well seeing as in six months you own one of the biggest or the biggest console org now noc that's not worldwide um, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, that's yeah. Um, you know, I see. Yeah, we've course. got. Yeah, we've got a lot of work to go still, and you know, yeah. we've got. You can always improve. So, from here, it's just about bettering ourselves. Yeah, of course, and it's quite amazing actually. Uh, thinking about it, you guys started this org in December, right, of last year. Yeah. So that's one month. Nearly. Yeah, twentieth yeah. of December was when we kicked it off. Um, Believe it or not, we started it off with a name I'm not going to mention because it was that bad. 
Um, Surely mention it. Um, the name was that bad that I wasn't sure if I wanted to be a part of it. Oh gosh, was yeah, it as bad so as mine? Because I owned Rhino Esports for the longest time, and that was uh... no, ours was a lot worse than that. All right, um, it was uh, Team Razor. Team yeah. Razor, pre sponsored. No, it was just <laughs> awful. Um, so yeah, we're oh, glad gosh. we didn't go with that. Yeah, it's not yeah that's. Uh... I mean, it, it it sounds it's if it was like a full on professional esports team, it sounds cool. But if it's someone that's trying to start an esports team, that's kind of cringe. It sounds like the other hundred and fifty that get started every day. <laughs> exactly, exactly, and and that's another thing. I mean, to take off like this, um, I mean, w when you're actually signing players properly and you know what you're doing, it's a bit easier. But when you're younger and you're trying to start, you know, I've got I've got some guys who are really good and we want to make a team. It just doesn't work. Like it, it just doesn't. And from you know first-hand experience, I I know that starting an org, it's just it's not easy. I mean, you start by calling it a clan, then it's a team, then it's an org, then you're moving on to other games, and still no one knows you. I mean, it's, I think I think we saw the opportunity with an OCE console because there wasn't many teams that were actually offering contracts to players. Um, yeah, especially teams that had there wasn't many teams that had funding as well. Um, and that's yeah. something we've been fortunate enough to have, exactly, uh, which has helped us, I guess, get out there because it does play quite a big factor in the uprising of an org, especially a new one. That's correct. And if you want to be a big org and if you want to be successful, you have to pay your players. I mean, if you're not paying your players, then you're not really a proper um, big org and players aren't going to want to, you know, if players are going to be paid by another org, they're not going to join a free org. You know? Yeah, 100%. Yeah exactly uh so where did where did it all start what what made you come up with um the idea for bambooza gaming i'll let falls explain that one go for it um so the name uh bambooza so i was laying in bed uh while he was like developing the team for the like ideas of where to go and uh, i said if you want me on board we need a better name for like probably half an hour we're just throwing names at each other uh, to see if we can find a good name and I said, uh, bamboozle. And we liked the bam at the front of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, eventually, yeah, we just stum stumbled onto bamboozle. And, we're and like, the booster came in nowhere. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we just liked it. It was unique. It's just, um, mm. Yeah, it's different. And it works. It's nice. I don't know any other orgs, really, that have a name that out there, you know? Yeah, like, no, it's 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 um it's its own name. Like uh like mine, I just took it from an animal. I wanted a tough animal that no one else had used for an esports, and I thought rhino. Then you have you know uh, uh renegades. I mean that's a word already. All these things are usually already words. But bambusa. I mean, does that actually have a meaning? Uh, we like the name, and then uh, further Google, further googling it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's like um, so you got normal bamboo. Yeah. Then you've got like the small pieces of bamboo, like the real thin ones. If I'm oh, not right. mistaken, that's called bamboo sauce. There you to go. To be honest, I just tell everyone it's what the pandas use to eat or whatever. Do they eat? <laughs> I don't even know if they eat it, bro. Like, <laughs> or they sure. climb up it, something like that. Hey? So, um, so who who first thought I want to create an org? Was it Fools or Welly? Uh, it would have been me because I'll tell you what we did. So we had like a server uh, for ages and we called it Welly's World. <laughs> and... Love it was that. funny. We used to do stuff like host within our friend group, just tournaments and things like for money and prizes and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then one day I just put an announcement out. I was like, should I start an org? 
and <laughs> I got like it sounds like nothing, but I got like ten reacts, and I was like, yeah, that's enough for me. So <laughs> oh, I, do I went off, and I went off, and I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna start it, and then Falls hit me up, and he was like, yeah, I'm keen, and then once we agreed on the name, it all went from there. There you go. Easy as that. And that just that just shows as well. Like you can just go and do something. If you if you wanna do it and you've you know, you've you've got the willpower, you can just do it. And it, no, that's that's right. You just gotta have a motive, yeah. Exactly. And it shows in what it is now. So speaking of which what it is now, um paid players, who do you is there anyone that you're trying to get that you want right now that you're not sure if you'll be able to get or not? I don't know if we can say a eh? because it's like it's one of those topics where if we say who we want, then they're going to yeah. be ready for it, and then they're going to be like, okay, how much can I get out of them and all that? You know, it's all about the element yeah. of surprise. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's smart. I like that. Do you think there was you made many mistakes with signings and players? I feel we went uh, early when um, some of more of the bigger players, well, the named players that are known around the community, started coming. We sort of went uh, a bit trigger happy. Yeah, um, yeah, and and just kept like signing player after player after player. Whereas I feel all the signings we made were good, um, no matter um, what anyone says. I, th- I feel they're all good. Um, I just feel we've maybe signed them too quickly out of the gates. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think expanding on that, we didn't expect to get the reaction we did when we started the org. So we picked up players. This isn't saying they're bad players. No. So. We picked up players who are very good players, but who, if we had known how quickly it would have blown up, we would have held our horses on signing so many people. Yeah. Because we could have reassessed our options. Like, like I said to Fultz, there's players now who are asking to join the org, who, if they'd asked me on day one, I would have been like, wow, this is amazing, who are having to, like, almost turn away now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, right. And that's a big change. I mean, that that's under a month. Mm, yeah. Th- that progression is is amazing, and so speaking of of players that you want and that you you know turning away and who are your favorite players, whether they're on the team or not? Who are some of your favorite console players? Whether they're it be their play style or the type of person they are, even if it's their personality, who are some of your uh, favorite players? Oh, look, I think me and Fools can agree on the personality aspect, especially with an R team. Um, we have a couple of players who we obviously it, it's been, it also comes down to age as well. Like yep. Seki, we have a guy called Riz. They're really good guys, you know? Yeah. And they're great to play with, great to, they're great rep for the org and things. Um, in terms of a player to watch, who would you say, Fools? To watch? In in our team, I'd probably have to say Spiker, uh, one mm, of our agreed. most consistent cash cut players um, in, in the region. Just the edits and how insane he can just, just build. And like, it, I'd probably say he's probably one of the most fun to watch, but I think I have to. Give a shout out to our, our leader, content creator Kiz. Yeah. Um, who, I don't know, his vibe and he streams a lot. Yeah, he's just overall joy to watch. And, um, yeah, no, he's a. Rocky. Yeah. He's an interesting to, one, to hey, but he's, he's one of the boys. Yeah. So, speaking of age, uh, who is the youngest player on the team? Ooh, Whether it be I rep think... or even content creator. If I'm being completely honest with you, I don't know. <laughs> um, probably because some of our rep players I think the youngest would be 13 maybe 14 yeah speaking of age as well uh, oldest player uh, well Kiz is our age I don't know if he counts um, yeah I think isn't Riz older 
I'm not sure, but it was Kiz's 21st birthday a few days ago. So, uh, oh, there you yeah. go. We'll, go, we'll, we'll, we'll stick in with kids. We'll stick with kids. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, so, how are they different to PC players? I mean, console is, is such a different world to PC. I mean... Uh, with the playstyle uh, attitude as well. How do you reckon the attitude and playstyle changes from PC to console? One word. Brain dead. <laughs> like, that is the sole difference between PC and console. Absolutely brain dead. Like... In what way? It is... Okay. When you play PC, it comes down to your mechanics, skill. When you play console, 99% of all fights come down to aim. Yeah. Because it's yeah. just dead in the box. <laughs> who can catch you off guard jumping into someone's box uh, and most fights come down to whoever just hits most shots in the box with the AR SMG but don't don't get me wrong I absolutely love it yeah so it if is. I if I went and threw Jinx right in the middle of uh, console endgame without him knowing that it's console do you think he would stand a chance winning that game easily yeah because he's yeah? 240 hertz you put him on console and put him in that end game, he'd still do well because he's a very good player. But yeah, to be honest, I'd love to see something like that though. And yeah, it would be interesting pro. because they if they mm. don't know it's console and they're thrown right into the middle of end game, and they think that everyone's going to play smart and skillfully, so and then they have three talking. players just jump into their box. But we are talking about tier one PC players here. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I would not be surprised if they didn't have a problem because they are insane players and. People who go from PC back to console, in my opinion, come back better players because of the level, because yeah, of the skill level. Yeah, yeah very true. Um, but yeah. All right, so moving on. Uh, the competitive scene, competing with other orgs, you know, how do you compete? Tell me a bit about the competitive scene. Like, um, uh, competitive not in Fortnite-related, but in org-related. Like, who are some of your biggest um, competitors at the moment? To be honest, I think an org to watch out for on the console schemes, I think it's Minage. I give them a shout out. They're actually looking pretty good. They've picked up some good players and they're not just console, but they're looking good. I would say the closest other than that would probably easy Yeah, easy cool. escape. But Oh you got yeah. you got um HVT or high value target. Um but yeah, they're more sorry, but they're into um PC regions, but they've still got some very good um yeah. console players on their team. They're their primary PC, which is fair enough. Um yeah. but we don't really class them as real console competition because they don't focus on it if you know what i mean so uh, how how do you compete with these orgs like what do you do uh to make sure you stay ahead what are you looking at like i mean for for example and i'm just going to throw this out here my my mum's a marketing manager for a tech company in melbourne and they have you know their competitor is zero x-e-r-o and there's always, you know, some people trying to part of that's part of my mum's company that's always looking into what Zero are doing to make sure that they do it better, kind of like spies, you know. So, so how are you going about um, beating these other orgs and being better? Like, what do you do to make sure you stay ahead? Good question. I think the biggest thing for us is having a plan in place. Yeah. Like we've always we're always a step ahead, so we focus on obviously ourselves. Um, yeah. That's the primary thing. When you're competing with other orgs, you get sidetracked into what they're doing too much. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we kind of just focus on our goals. Once we have those, you know, like we're happy. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And that, that's right. I mean, if you've got a, a lot of, 
a lot of orgs, you know, I know this from experience when I, you know, as I said about Rhino Esports, when I was there, I mean, we had some big name players you probably heard of, uh, Raptor, Pre-Depression, who only played a couple games with us, but we had Doolsworth, Sons, um, Devours, some some really big names back yeah. in CPL back in that day. Uh, I didn't pay them. I mean, Fortnite wasn't at the point where players were getting paid unless you were part of Mind Freak or Renegades or, you know, mm. Athletico. Um, another thing we did um, actually on the topic was we obviously we had competition um, and that would have been elusive esports. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're not I, around I believe anymore. so. They've merged into us actually. Um, but we organized with them to merge together simply for the fact that us two combining would just secure our spot at the top. Yeah. Um, both with players and exposure, you know. That's where our third owner Wonka's obviously come from. He was the owner <laughs> of Elusive. Um, yeah. And now we've all combined into one. And yeah. yeah, I guess that kind of, in a way, was good for our competition as such, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, of course. Yeah. With and throughout COVID, have you seen an increase in participation or increase to skill level in regards to players staying home and not going to school? Do you reckon that there's more people playing or a higher skill level now? I think, well, definitely I feel there's a more higher skill level, but I probably think the new um, next gen of consoles has probably influenced the the skill, like the distance between the skill gap. Yeah, um, right. A bit more. But so overall, have you got PS5 players already playing? Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, if they play on a monitor or a good monitor, they'll get um, 120 frames in game, which is 60 more than that, yeah. the player would get. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I personally just, just at Christmas got a new monitor, which is 165 hertz, and that has changed everything for me. I am a hundred percent a better player than I was, a hundred percent. So, I mean, your players, I mean, if they're getting, you know, 120 hertz monitors or 144 hertz monitors, that is changing the game. Like that is, well, that is a big we, difference. Yeah, we add that into obviously our, when we weigh up players who we're looking at and stuff, wherever. Because obviously, as you might know, console comp hasn't been announced yet. Yeah, right. Um, so we don't know if it's going to be split again or it's going to be cross-platform. Um, but we're looking at like almost hybrid players for console PC or right, okay. players who we know players who we know are capable of placing on Eva. That's that's smart, yeah. And you can't. And one thing I don't know if this will be the same with with PS Five. So console, obviously, a lot of people that the not as smart people get confused between controller players and console players. Now, there's the, obviously the difference is one is playing controller, whether it be on console or PC, and the other one is just playing on console. They don't have a PC, and they're not playing controller on PC. They are playing console. Uh, now, plugging your keyboard and mouse into console. Are you still eligible to play those console comps? Um, yeah, you can. Um, there's some, there's not many, but there is some um, high tier console players that play keyboard and mouse. Yeah, right. The issue with the keyboard and mouse on console was the input delay. So it's yeah, I was, I was than... about to mention that uh, because yeah. I, I used to play that because I used to only, I didn't have a PC. I was only on console and I was playing keyboard and mouse on console because that's, you know, I, I used to have a PC and I was used to that. Uh, I could only probably name one to two PC players, I'm sorry, keyboard and mouse players on console yeah. that actually plays because the aim assist is obviously so strong on console. Yeah, and that um, input delay is not helping yeah, anyone hit shots. In creative, it's quite good, keyboard and mouse. But mm. once you go into comp and then it comes down to aim, it can be a bit, you know, um, dodgy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, so... 
past, present, and future, let's move on now. Uh, we spoke about the past of Bambusa. Oh, we spoke a bit about the present. Where do you think this org is going to be next month? I mean, this has gone from zero to 100 in under a month. Where is it going to be? We have plans. We are, I don't know if we already mentioned, but we have opened a scrum court. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, which has got a thousand members in six days. Which is incredible. Yeah, blew up pretty quick. Um, it's a console only one, which we're obviously still working on. We are looking for probably sponsorships. I think that'd be our next play, wouldn't it be false? Yeah, next play is getting that um sponsorship just to partner with um a company that will sort of give us um another revenue. Yeah, of course. And and sometimes you need that. You need sponsors. I mean, we've got a sponsor for this podcast, which I'll I'll talk about a bit later. Um, and that's how I get my podcasts onto Spotify. I mean, that's uh, you yeah, you do exactly. need them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we plan on obviously if we're talking long term, we want to go worldwide um, and move mm. to other regions and you know right. be be the biggest. But you've got to do that in the right way, you know. Exactly, like, and I mean, just... going from from bottom you know having no players when you first thought about it to being number one in your region for console i mean i mean if you think about it if you play it right in a year you could be the number one console org in the world yeah well anything's like anything's possible you know like we're not disregarding anything or counting anything out but i think for now we have we have our goals we achieve them and then we set new ones because yeah. once we start getting ahead of ourselves or overstepping the mark, it's where we can set ourselves back. And do you think you achieve those goals quicker than you thought you would? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, the signings we were making compared to the signings we're making now, even though everyone's absolute gun player, it's just the level, it's still an, it's like another step up. We wouldn't have expected at all by this stage. Yeah, I'm like they were like the target goals for like the end of next year or like like halfway through this year if we can get one of them names. <laughs> but we've got them names within two weeks of starting. We're like, yeah, well, well it's like um, we can put a lot of that down to some people we've brought in. So we obviously have Kiz, who's our content creator, and we've yep. also given him a position as our roster manager. So he helps us with our pickups and signings because he's got what would you call it? Um. He's been at the top of the game for a while, so he's been around, knows a lot of people, um, and he knows the roster, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. So he's been great for us in the sense of picking up players who we're interested in, um, giving us his honest opinion on them and stuff. And yeah. to be honest, the whole team's been great, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. speaking of which, the a lot of players want to know the behind the scenes of this. Like, you know, there's so many players that want to be signed they want to know, you know, where they're going and um, and how to get into these orgs. So, where where do you find players and how do you sign up? Most of that's through um through kids because of his his contacts. He usually just either approaches or someone approaches him, um, and they just start talking, not necessarily about the team, um, but just seeing like where they're at. So we yeah. sat down. A long time ago with kids the three of us before we'd merged with elusive and we put together a roster we want to have by a certain date which obviously i can't disclose but a roster that we want to see and slowly week by week we are working towards that we'll get there uh but the process of that is like obviously it's quite a busy job like for all of us of considering like how quickly it's moved it's, it's a bit 
full on. So that's why we've picked up quite a lot of staff and we have a lot of help. So yeah, we may and, be like and to the get, face of it. But. To get these players as well, um, sometimes you got to go that extra step and you got to pay it, you know, $20 more. Or you gotta you gotta pay a bit more because some players are worth a bit more than others. Just like in, in all sports. I mean in esports it's the exact same thing. I mean if you're if you're creating a, a CSGO team, um, John five oh one is not gonna get paid as much as Shroud if they're on the same team. Exactly. You know you know what I mean? Um, and just like if you're if you're buying Raptor, you guys know Raptor, the pro player. Um, I actually know a better example would be Winter, who's a controller player. Um and he is probably top 150 in OCE now. He did hit, uh, he came like fifth in one of the Invitational FNCSs. Um, but, I mean, you're going to pay a good $200 for him or $150 for him in your team, whether it's a week or a month. Um, but then you buy Jinx, and that's going to be a lot more. Or, or even worthy. Exactly, exactly. You're paying a couple grand a month or even a week. Um so how much are you paying for these players? Now you don't have to say if you don't want to, but I think I think it's what everyone wants to know. Can you give us a roundabout number of what some of the players might be getting close to for, for other people to give them an kind of a inspiration to build up to that so that they can, um, you know, someday be making that much? Top end. Um at the moment like the top end by the the best players yep. from um OCE console. Uh, most of the time, hundred plus. Yeah, hundred plus. So is that um, a month? Yeah, monthly. Yeah, moment, yeah, monthly. yeah. That's not bad some, at all. I mean, some if, also if... stand up to like over five hundred plus for how good they are. Um, yeah, that's value. Yeah, like it really depends. Like when we when we look at a player, you look at like multiple things. So you look at like obviously how often they place, if they mm. stream or not what their reps like within the community and what their followers is like. Yeah. Because all those things are like play a factor. And one thing me and Full said is we don't want people signed to the org that don't want to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. If because they're just there wanna, for the money, then... Yeah, we want like a community, you know? And we want people to like be a part of org events for the fun of it and exactly because i mean yes it's about it's about skill and it's about being you know the best and having the best players but it's also about the community and it's also about having some fantastic personalities which is why orgs are now starting to pick up content creators um and gfx artists and and all that as a part of the team uh so i reckon you know personalities are are a big big factor who do you reckon's got the best personality on the team uh, I'd probably have to go uh, Seki. He's probably, Seki. He's probably one of the... Um, uh, considering his age and compared to a lot of other kids yeah. his age, he's just such a chill and humble guy. Um, and there's a lot of other kids in his like position that are just uh, not humble and they're just uh, just completely toxic. So I have a lot of yeah. respect for Seki and how he goes about it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and speaking of, of toxicity, uh, what do you reckon... <laughs> console versus pc who's more toxic oh uh, to be honest i haven't really experienced pc toxicity but i think really could give them a good run for their money um <laughs> i haven't like i don't know if you've ever played like 1v1s or 2v2s in creative on console but yeah. i don't recall the last one of those i had where it ended normally oh like, they're all they're just, all angry it doesn't take like there's no <laughs> I don't know. It's it's something about losing for some people. Eh? It just doesn't go well. 
Do you reckon, now this can sound toxic coming from me, but I'm just statistically speaking, do you reckon that's because more pro players move to PC knowing that they will probably get better um, playing mouse and keyboard as you have more buttons to click, just statistically wise. Uh, So you end up with console players who are more younger uh, and I mean, you can imagine the, the the demographic for console players versus demographic for PC players. Most of the pros being over seventeen to to twenty five uh, in you know top tier PC, all have their own PC set up, have the money for it. Whereas console is more their parents bought them a console when they were fourteen. Know what I mean? Yeah. And they happen to stumble upon a game called Fortnite. Exactly. Um, Do you reckon that's why they could be more toxic because they're all younger kids well, playing console? The thing about that too, and you look at, well, like when I was uh, 10 years younger, you looked up to like your nade shots, your scumps, all them, the top tier Call of Duty players. Um, and they were all like older. Like they're all like, they were all in their early 20s. Um, yeah. Still are very young um, considering, but they were sort of that mature age. Whereas you look at, most of the now, as you look up to like your clicks, your boogers, your unknown armies, it's just because they're kids as well, because they're, they're still kids. They're like 16, 17. Yeah, yeah, 15, no, they 15. are. Um, and now you've got kids looking up to kids and you see how they react. So you, you copy them because that's how your idol's reacting. Yeah, you make a good point. Um, and, and that's that's another thing as well. I mean, going a bit off topic here, I, you have so many pros that are, I mean, that are 14. 15 yeah, even exactly. um i mean sky high oh no what, what was it sky high what was it? high sky phase high sky phase yeah. high sky yeah sky high that was the movie wasn't it i love yeah. that movie not gonna lie <laughs> but uh yeah high sky i mean he was what 10 11 and that's oh, the thing like those players like they stream and they set the example and yeah. you have players being like professional players who are super toxic and they do it for the views, you know, but yeah. to the younger viewers, that to them is like, okay, it's well, an example. He's, set. he's good, yeah, he's good, and he's doing that, so I'm gonna do it too. Yeah, you know. And Fortnite's always been a toxic game. Like it's not, like it has. It's just that's just the game, you know, and it shouldn't be, but it is. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and uh, Fortnite is also, I mean, the originally the demographic was for young teens. Fortnite. Um, with yeah. with the way it was uh, mechanically built, uh, the way it was pictured as well. I mean, being a cartoon game, not that cartoons are kiddie. I mean, I, I fucking love Family Guy and and you know all, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but when it comes to the way they made this, with the type of things that they're bringing out, like the type of skins they're bringing out, they're now bringing out more. You know, I, I guess you could say sexualized stuff, like the the renegades dance and. All, all that type of stuff, um, but originally it was made for for younger uh, younger audience, which is why I mean, see the CS:GO community. While it can be toxic and it's pretty toxic, it's not as toxic. Yeah, and that's made for like your early twenties, exactly, teens. exactly. But then you get into Black Ops, and that's even more toxic. So I mean, uh, <laughs> it kind of goes against days. my yeah, <laughs> goes against my point. But um. But still, like it's it's it is made for a younger audience originally. Now they're kind of warming up, thinking, "Well, this is big." Uh, well, I mean, that was a year ago, uh, two years ago, when they realized how big it was, and they started expanding their audience, um, especially in marketing. 
Now let's talk about Kano and Skano and Bamboo. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I know I know we wanted to we wanted to talk about this. We we spoke about this previously. Um, so Kano, obviously the original Scrim server coming after boot camp was destroyed. Um, boot camp being, I, I remember there was actually there was a, a PlayStation boot camp, there was an Xbox boot camp. Um, and then there was the Contenders League, and then there was CPL. Contenders League and CPL were all in the same Discord. But uh, when that went to shit, Kano became a thing, and Kano was purely PC. They didn't want to have anything to do with the console community, and it was built by PC-loving people. Yeah. Uh, so all of a sudden, Bootcamp's console servers just vanished, and they didn't have an outlet, which is why Skano was created. But now, Bambusa being the number one uh, in OCE for organizations, uh, for, for console, obviously, uh, you thought it would be a good idea to create a scrim. Yeah, so, so we didn't create it. Like, that's what we don't, people don't understand. So the idea of creating it wasn't to overrun Skana. Yeah. You know what I mean? Me and Fools have talked about having a scrim server for probably a year. Well, since I met him, sorry, not a year. But well, since I met him, like that, while he's worked into something yeah, creative, and that is something about. we've wanted for ages. Um, it just so happens that we got quite big, and that caught the attention of quite a few people. Um, which I think it's pretty hard to convince another server doing the same thing as you that you don't really care what they're doing. Yeah, and you don't really like. Like, you want to work with everyone because we don't want enemies, you know? Mm. Um, we've obviously hit, like, a K members in five days, so that's going to raise some alarm bells for, for Skano because they want to stay the main console scrim server. Exactly. And but that's are they going to stay the, the main console scrim? I, I mean, things are changing now. Oh, things change all the time, you know? And it's not... We're not sitting here being like, yeah, we're going to overrun Skano or... No. We want Skano to, to crumble because, to be honest, like if they're supporting the OCE community, that's great, you know. Um, yeah, that's yeah. what we want. Falls and I like we support all other OCE orgs. Yeah, all we other. just we we'd rather work um, side by side with Skano and SPL after hours or the console scrims, um, and in yeah. the end, just give um, a platform for people who don't uh, necessarily are known in the community just to play them um, them games with seventy man storm surge and. Yeah. We opened our cord mainly because for like obviously to get into those higher end cords with no, no rule scrims and stuff, you've got to have placements, earnings and things like that. So yeah. we wanted to open a cord where anyone could play and we would host games with cash cut rules or stacked FNCS rules, things Give like that. Give people an incentive to win instead of just griefing yeah, or yeah. Um, and, and I think when it comes down to money, that changes the way people play. I mean, scrims un will never, ever be the same as when people are playing actual tourneys, like Fortnite-run tourneys. Yeah. But the second you mention that, you know, people are going to win money if you're top five, then all of a sudden they're playing it like a tourney and they want to win. Yeah, so, so it becomes I more think realistic. it's also been good because I haven't seen Skano host money customs for a long time. Um, and we started hosting some quite regularly because we want to give back, you know? And yeah. it's good because one, it gets people in playing the games and it gives people like a motive to play. 
Um, yeah. And it's good to see Skano now also putting up some money uh, for the scrims because, to be honest, that's what the community deserves. Um, yeah. Like, they're the ones who allow us to host these games and stuff, and them getting something out of it is actually good. Um, yeah, and it, exactly. it promotes better practice. You got to give back to the community, which is making you what you are. Exactly. exactly right. Yeah. So, where was the I when when did you actually start the Discord before you started promoting it? For example, like I started my Twitch account two weeks before I started doing proper streams. Did you? Because obviously it got to a thousand players or people in four days, but was it open for a couple of weeks? Had had you been thinking about no, how you wanted to so, run it? Yeah. So pretty much, Fools and I had. I uh, wanted to start Scrum Server for a while, like we said. Um, yeah. There was someone who left Scano due to some complications, um, which we won't go into because we don't know the story behind that. Yeah, um, But he is a bot developer, and we said to him if he was happy to set up a bot and or set up a Scrum cord for us, um, mm-hmm. then we pay him for that. But he's been wanting to run one himself for a while as well. So we actually joined forces um and created uh, BNB scrims together. Yeah, right. Um, so it all happened probably within one to two days. Gosh. Because um, we decided to release the, the scrim server the same day we merged with Ablusive, so um, to keep like the attention um, there, so everyone was like always looking at Elm. Um, yeah, yeah, so the idea of it... Sorry to interrupt you, Fools. The idea of it was to announce the merge and have everyone looking at us. And then yeah. an hour after the merge, while everyone was talking about the new BMB uh... and everything, to drop another bombshell, which was the scrim court everyone had been awaiting. And everyone um, had been talking about that, telling other players, and then when it blew up, that's when you got that out. Everyone and... was looking at it at the time. That's smart. Yep. Yeah. And we weren't planning to host, but we got an influx of people. We got like 300 plus people in like an hour, two hours. Um, and they were all begging us to host. So we. We hosted the first game, and shout out to Zonark, who won the first one. Hey, uh, there you go. Taken a lot of um, money off us since. (laughs) On that that note, um, what we've also done is we've picked up some competitive admins for our court. So they're like well-known players and well-respected players in the OC console community. Um, And we have them as almost like a a guidance for the community. So they'll give feedback on the games. They'll say what needs to happen rule wise and pretty much just people like especially kids they like to listen to good players yeah of course um so to me for fools and i like we're not as well known as someone like barge or sonak um so it's really good to have them you know helping us out and so do you want to give a shout out to a few of the people that are helping you out Who, who are these players yeah, so we have four of them at the moment. So we've got uh, Zonok, Tactic, um, Bajwa, and oh, Punk. Yeah. Punk, right, yeah. And, you uh, know Punk, you said, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I mean, I don't know him personally. I was in a voice call with him for a little bit because I'm, I'm mates with a few of the Pixel Boys, um, which is owned, as you probably know, by uh, Battlers, who's the uh, big yeah. guy on, uh, on TikTok. Love his TikToks. Uh, but no, I was talking to Apples, and then uh, we heard that Punk was on Omi, which is kind of like Omegle, uh, and then all the boys were trying to get on Omi and trying to find Punk, and then just like shitting all over him, um, just to annoy the hell out of him. And uh, then Punk joined the call, 
very mad. <laughs> um, so that that was fun. But yeah, that's that's how I know punk. Uh, but no, I'd love to uh, meet Zonak and Bajra and uh, the other boys that are helping out. Um, but it must be you guys must be so proud of yourselves as well, having created a community in under month, in under a month that that uh, is is big and loving, and it doesn't seem as toxic as other communities. Yeah, well, we say I say to fools all the time. I'm like, if you said to me like a month ago that the org we created would be where it is now, and the scrum core we created would be where it is now, I would not have believed you. You know? Um, yeah. Because like it kind of just all took off and. I guess we knew there was a gap in like the, the industry, but I don't think we realized how big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to hand it over to the viewers for a bit here, uh, to ask any questions that they have. Uh, so if you guys want to ask questions, if you're listening to the podcast on Spotify and you want to ask some questions to, uh, whoever we're talking to, make sure you're sitting in the stream, giving us a follow and uh, asking your questions uh, or else you can DM me some questions that you guys would like to have asked in the next ones if you know who I'm uh, talking to and interviewing, uh, then we can ask the questions. But if you guys send some uh, questions now in in the chat, we'll try and answer them. Uh, will there be community tournaments? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So... Uh yeah, we currently run in our scrim server a scored league. Um, so every two weeks we're hosting like three to four nights a week, a scored league where we give away money to the top three trios or whatever the game mode may be. Um, yep. Eventually we're looking into, um, well, we have done them previously, sorry, but we're looking to restart them, which is like community tournaments, like zone wars, box fights, realistics, that kind of thing where we make brackets. Yeah. Um, and give money to the winners and things, but yeah. Um, does for this is uh, from Flash AU? Does it have to be only console? Um, I think he's talking about to play your scrims. At the moment, it is only console. Um, actually, we do allow mobile to come in as well. Um, but it's just such a massive advantage for PC. Um, compared um, to console, like even if you are on the next gen. Um, consoles on 120 um like you said before with jinx if he's playing on his setup 240 frames <laughs> no input delay it's uh yeah. it's not always fun for console kids no uh, what if what if uh their console uh but playing controller and a hundred percent controller don't play oh, keyboard mouse pc, PC yeah. Um, yeah yeah again it, it's the no input delay and um zero ping along with um I don't know. It's just Frame. frames, frames, yeah, yeah. And um, I swear the aim assist is stronger on PC. Well, it's so like the thing we had to describe it is you've got Timmy on his PS4 running around in a 60 man in game on 30 FPS, and then you've got Bill who comes along on his three thousand dollar PC with 210 <laughs> 210 frames per second, who's just gonna absolutely shit on him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I think there are some exceptions. Um, for good friends who aren't as great at the game, they just want to be a part of uh, Bambusa. But when you're getting to a competitive level, I think it is just unfair. So there's another question from Dolly OCE. Would you like to pick up Brezzo, Bajwa, or Culture? Yeah, um, I think it's unquestionable. Uh, I mean, we can't but, say no. Yeah, we can't yeah. say no. They're top three players, but it's yeah. more when, you know? Because um, obviously they're the, the best console players 
OC, um, they won FNCS by 100 plus points, I think nearly even 200. <laughs> um, so it's more, we've got to be the right orc for them as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. they obviously have like their requirements. We have ours. Um, and never say never, you know? So are they, are they already in an orc? Um, no. So they're all uh, free agents no, at the moment. Brezzo is free agent ripping, I believe. Um, so he's not contracted. I don't, I don't think any of them are, actually. There's um, your chance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, what they well, what they they deserve um, doesn't really cater into our current budget, but that can change yeah. with um, yeah. sponsors and um, uh, all that stuff if we get all that on board. So yeah, exactly. So it's it's either looking for more sponsors to help with that. Or getting rid of half the team. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so someone else is asking, are you looking for more helpers in the in the scrims? Are you looking for more staff? Um, I guess, like, if you're wanting to apply for staff within our servers, it's best to, like, be in the cord um, and DM one of us explaining why you would want that role. Uh, and knowing and a bit about we... the cord would help as well. Yeah. Um, as well as just having a good knowledge of Fortnite, um, because most of the helpers um, have to deal with tickets, which are um, people who've been griefed in um, scrims. Yeah. Um, and it's just how to communicate properly with um, um, the people who have griefed, as well as the, the victim of it, um, and deciding on the right outcome. Yeah. Um, of yeah. That. Uh, so for those that don't know much about Fortnite um, or comp, I mean, there's a lot of players that, you know, listening to this stuff that are uh, these podcasts that aren't comp players, they just enjoy the game. Can you explain what griefing is to those players? Um, so, for example, um, if we set zone rules, uh, which um, there's a certain period, so in custom matchmaking, um, where you're not allowed to fight, so we can have a, a stacked endgame. Um, if someone decides to start eliminating players during that phase where you can't attack anyone, it's classed as a grief. Or if you steal someone's loot, that's clearly theirs. You can possibly be suspended from playing in our scrims, uh, depending yep. obviously on the situation of how harsh the penalty of the suspension is. Uh, so, question from Kiz FN: Who's been your best pick up overall? Best pick. Okay. This is, so, this is Kiz. So, no, um, so here we go. I got this right. I'm gonna do one from the comp roster, <laughs> one from the, one from the content roster, and then one from my rep roster. All right, go for it. All right, so obviously with our content roster, I'd have to go with Kiz, because yep. he's done a lot. You know, he's been great. And he Twitch streams. Uh, he does. Yep. So it's Kiz underscore FN. There you go. Want to go check him out. Who would you say is our best comp for? Just pick up for comp. comp? It's got to be either Flux or Spiker. Yeah, it's got to be Counter Flux or Spiker. Yeah. When you're that yeah. high in power ranking, um, it's hard not to um, pick pick you as the best um, as the um, yeah. The top Counterflux is ranked number two on the OCE console power rankings. Ah, oh, there you go. Not um, much, not much competition to along that. Along with the most consistent FNCS player in OCE okay. console. Um, for um, I'll skip the rep. We'll go creative team. Uh, I think very underrated pick in. We signed a guy called Swishy, who not many people have heard of. Um, like considered like comparing to like Counterflux and Spiker. Yeah. Um, 
but he's very underrated and he's seriously good at the game. Um, That's what I'd like. I'd like to know more about creative teams because I, I mean, I, I've heard about creative at the World Cup, but, but what are these creative teams like? What are they? So, what do they do? We have a creative team pretty much who we would use when we do like org events when we face up orgs and stuff. Right. Um, pretty much like it's actually interesting because the best comp players aren't necessarily the best creative players because it's very different. Yeah. Right. Like it's it, it comes down to it's pretty much a different skill set almost. Um, and you have people who grind creative a lot and they are just made for creative, you know? Yeah. Right. And I think Swishy is also a very good comp player. Don't get me wrong. He finished, I think eighth in grand finals of FNCS. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, but he's probably one of the smoothest creative players I've seen. Right. Right. So it's more like if you're doing zone wars, you go for your creative team. Then we sort of found out the hard way when we fought, um, well, we had an org battle with um, Easy Escape, who had their um, creative team, um, whereas we were just picking the names that um, would represent us rather than chemistry. And So we were um, picking top-tier comp players who aren't, like, bad and creative. Yeah. They're just better in comp, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Um, so when would you add PC players to the scrim cord or would you make a whole different uh, cord for PC scrims? This is uh, RST controller asking. I think if they announced that console only was like no longer a thing, that would be a conversation. Um, yeah. Because, you know, like if it's, if there's no more console events, what's all, really all of point? a sudden Skano is, you know, the number one for that again. Like, yeah. like is um, in like if you if you made console your console scrims at the moment you're that new server, if you made it PC as well, then it's just a new Kano. Like it's like I think yeah, that's that's I, I why you got to keep it console. Kano's definitely still number one console. Oh yeah, moment. yeah. Um, we haven't taken it away. It's just I'm saying like if console comp is no longer a thing, I don't really see the point in a console only scrim server. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, true. Um, so do you reckon if, if console yeah. stays a thing, do you reckon you'll create a PC version of Bamboos' scrims? Um, it's definitely possible. I don't think we'd mix the two unless um, if it's cross-platform, then we'd obviously probably look at PC joining up um, and definitely a conversation. But yep. Um, yep. if it does say split, it's definitely a, a talk we'll have if we should open up a PC branch. Yeah, um, true. Uh, so, do you plan to expand to other regions anytime soon? This is coming from CLXTZ. Well, we've had a message or two from like managers, sorry, managers of other regions, people who have managed in other regions, I should say. So they have that yep. exposure. Um, yep. I think the first thing we do is we reach the roster we want. We obviously complete our goals and then we go back to the table and we sit down and we talk about where we want to go from there. Right. Okay. Um, I think we had another one here from Kiz. Uh, is there anything big planned in the near future? And if so, do you have any small leaks? I find it funny that Kiz is uh, asking because he would know a lot of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> big plans. Well, um. I'm not sure. Um, we have a, a bit of a revamp, I would say. Yeah. 
I think that's definitely due um, right. a revamp of the roster and the the GFX VFX of the of the org itself. Um, yeah. When I say a revamp of the roster, I don't mean dropping everyone completely off the roster. Um, it's simply just tidying up what needs to be tidied up. Yep. Uh, I think we've got a couple last ones here. Who do you think the backbone is for Bambusa Gaming? Ooh, who asked that one? That was on Zodiac. So the backbone, explain. I mean, story. I mean, you'd ha- you'd have to say Welly if we're not talking about players. If we're just talking about the <laughs> backbone of of Bambusa Gaming, you'd have to be Welly and Fools. I mean, they're, so they... you're saying like the, if someone left, who would break the dork? Yeah, um, I guess. Um, I definitely think. I mean, if I was to leave, or if the Welly was uh, Welly was to leave, it would seriously probably go to shit. <laughs> I think player wise. I think we've built a strong enough community that if one player was to end finish their contract up, we've always plans for alternate people. We always have like the thing is we're the one thing I can say about our org is we are very like ahead of the game. Um yeah. like when it comes to our scrim server, we've got plans like ahead of the game. You know, we, we know yeah what needs to be done. Are you um, planning on building your own bots for the scrim service, your own like scrim bots? I mean, we've we've opened it with a bot developer, so I don't see why not. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. He's uh, he's uh, been uh, very good. He's uh, he's just smart with all the Discord bots, and we all, we needed someone like that to be able to run, um, especially like scored, so people can um get their scores in, and, um, make the the ladder and stuff, and as well as um the the bot system to put the, yeah, the codes course. into the custom matchmaking so yeah. um, PC can't get in to the matches. Right, One of the things yeah. we've also talked about within the team is we want like everyone to be on the same page. And there's going to be times when we disagree, and there's going to be players we don't agree on. There's going to be decisions that not everyone's in favor of. But we always want to come back to the table, and even if everyone's not agreeing on it, we need to hear each other out because. The one thing that's so important is obviously the team chemistry. And yeah. if everyone's doing different things, like it's not going to run well. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Along with people uh, on the management team, they've just got to just trust the process. Me, uh, uh, Wally, Kiz, and I have we've got the plan for the, the roster. They've just got to they've just got to trust it. Trust the process. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to do the last couple of questions now. Um, First one, how long are one of the contracts to be in BNB? If you don't want to, you can just say like an average. That's from RSC Controller. So what do you reckon the average amount, you know, length of, of contracts are in Bambusa? Um, It depends on the player, really. Yeah. Um, so like, for example, if we have a player who we know is going to be like good on PC or console, we would contract them for like however long we felt was right um but we may not contract someone as long if they're just console and not planning on getting a pc simply because of the fact that like console might not be a thing we just don't know yeah yeah yeah, Um, very true but then nothing is stopping us from expanding those oh sorry extending those contracts or anything like that so yeah yeah uh so to kind of finish up here i've got 10 questions i'm going to ask you guys uh, which will be interesting because um, there's a couple of questions in here that will uh, I think might change a bit for console players. 
Um, but this will be interesting to see how you guys answer this uh, differently. Uh, number one, some some Fortnite questions to start with. What is your favorite skin? Oh, mate. Um, favorite skin? Like, I always get stitched up with this one. To be honest, it's got to be Kuno. Kuno? Is the Kuno one the, the um, like, the got the bandages all over it? The guy version? Yeah. Uh, oh, the girl, girl version. Oh, yeah. the girl version. Yeah. Yeah, I remember getting that skin and, and just never, ever taking it off. And I remember saying, this is this is my new skin. This Everyone's going to know me as a person that wears this skin. And uh, two days later, I took it off, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I um, that was kids. Are you fools? Um, I've got, well, I've been running one recently called Nightbeam, which is like uh, the girl with um, pink hair and like the beanie as well as like blue jacket. Um, yeah, yeah. You can um glow but i turned that off um otherwise i like peekaboo which is the clown but the, the black and white oh yeah 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 um, i hate that skin <laughs> it scares <laughs> the shit out of me all right moving to number two uh favorite drop spot of all time since you started playing the game all time favorite drop spot junk junction it's gotta be <laughs> really yeah i love it Love it. It's I absolutely love that place. World Cup, that was my drop spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. World Cup was in old map, wasn't it? Oh, gosh, the memories. Yeah. Um, I'd have to say, I'd probably have to go to the racetrack on the old map. Um, that was my original really? comp spot. I used to just play, I used to just play a little comps with my mate for fun. Um, we thought we were really good because all we used to do was used to rips and fly to planes. And oh, yeah. play for the whole game and dive on the last kid, and that's how we got all the pins or badges or whatever they were, like the original original pop up cops. Oh, that's funny. Um, and we thought we were amazing at the game because that's all we did. Uh, so third question: What's your favorite season of Fortnite? I'd probably say most fun. I actually, I played um, probably chapter two, season three. I really enjoyed the I don't know the water. They changed a lot of stuff with the water and the building. And it was the first time in a long time the pump was gone. But I probably have to say favorite season. I love season seven with the planes and the sword and stuff. Although a lot of people hated it. Yeah. Um it was probably the first time I really just enjoyed playing Fortnite because I had someone, had a mate that I could just play with every day. Yeah. It's um, funny so you so mentioned that because that war the chapter chapter one uh, sorry, chapter two, season two, whatever it was, with the water that is what made me stop playing Fortnite. I stopped playing for a good six months and only came back a couple, like a month ago. Um, or, you know, yeah, about a month ago. So I, I mean, that that turned me off Fortnite. I hated it that much. Um, I think we all can agree on the season we hate the most is um season ten or season X with the me the Max. Bro, oh, God, if you yeah. if I ever see one of those robots running at me again, <laughs> like something is going through the screen. <laughs> Whether it's your fist, the controller, a keyboard at the back of your closet, that's, yeah. <laughs> Something, yeah. Eh? like, those things were so annoying. Oh, God, no, I, I get that, I get that. But what was yours, uh, Willie? Your favourite season? Ooh. Oh, to be honest, I don't, I'm bad with the seasons. Oh, and I'll tell you what, what if you can tell me the season, but when the combat, the good combats were out, I love oh, that. Season 9. The combat yeah. shotgun. See, the good ones, so, like, not the, not the modified ones, like, the OG combats. That was my gun. You know what? I reckon the outcome of the World Cup would have been 
completely jumbled and different if uh, if it wasn't combats. What a combat shotgun meant you didn't need an SMG. Or no, you could you could or shoot out of the yeah. sky. Yeah. And it was ridiculous. So yeah. yeah. You could hit like 50 from 25, 30 meters away. <laughs> yeah. It, it was it pretty was quite ridiculous. Um, all right. So, what is your favorite gun of all time in the game, whether it's in it or whether it's not? I know, Paul. Well, all right. Well, you know, what's my favorite weapon? The tactical shotgun. This guy does not stop talking about the tactical shotgun. <laughs> like, when it wasn't in the game, he's like, it's my season if the tech comes back. Like, the tech shotgun's so good. That was, <laughs> that's all I heard for like a month. See, that was, that's me going on chapter two, season three. Purple tack was so good. Um, was there no gold tack? I mean, the chance of getting a gold tack pretty uh, slim, so I always, yeah, like, right. I always think purple. And it, um, but favorite gun? I mean, busted. The regional combat is very hard to go. I'd probably say that. Or, um, actually, it was recently removed, but the the triple burst, not the double burst, but the you got a gold org, a uh, gold um, burst assault rifle. Yeah. And when yeah. you had um, legacy aim assist, and you just snapped it, <laughs> that was the gun. Exactly. And yours, Wally? Oh, mine's a bit odd, eh? If you, if you give me a blue AR or a purple pistol, I'm picking up the purple pistol. Yeah. Like, yeah right. I just... I run that with a tech shotgun, and it's just amazing. So next up, you gotta hold one AR or shotgun. You can only hold one for the whole game. What is it? AR. The whole game. Um, whole it game. depends on what shotgun, but um, any we're shotgun. About, we're talking about the broken combat. It has to be that. But um, I mean, I think uh, I'd be a uh, not a console player. I said. Oh. Uh, so I have to say the AR because I'm a console player yeah. and I'm a controller. Keyboard master said pump, but pump, yeah, really? If I, I mean, yeah, fair enough. Master. Flicking, flicking with a pump, or you can mechanically get out of more, like on keyboard master too. I feel, for me personally, due to my mechanics, I'd much rather just have an AR in a box. But if you go into a uh, realistic in creative, or if you go into any creative game, you need a you need a shotgun. Like, there is no AR training. Like, you, there is no map that... I mean, there is AR aim training, but there's no, like, like 1v1 aim training. I think the only thing See, I can think of is if you're holding height in a zone wars. There's a secret you don't know about the ARs. Mm. Is what I do is I whisper aim assist, and it just, it just <laughs> takes off. Like, I just get in the box and go aim assist activate and... Shit, I get in a box and I get my shotgun out. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the difference. And then I, I mean, use the AR afterwards. Where I'm like sitting in a like realistic 1v1, I'll take the shotgun because I can just box up and wait for them to come to me. But like if I've got to play a whole like game, I want an AR so I can like keep people away, you know? Yeah, 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 of course. Uh, so what was your first Fortnite name? When you first downloaded that game oh, no. and they gave you, they gave you the choice, what is your username? What was your first? Well, my original uh, Xbox One name was Immortal Zeus. <laughs> um, I had a thing for um, Mythic Gods. Yeah, no, I, I get um, it. I like gods. And then you go through that phase. I think everyone goes through that phase where you're like, I think I could be a streamer. What's the <laughs> name? And so like you're sitting, you're sitting in year, tw- uh, sitting, sitting in year twelve, and um, got the music going. Um, year twelve. Yeah, and you got the music going. I, I can't remember. I think it actually might have been um, business 
and I'm just looking around. I'm looking around the room, and then I'm like, I just I like just throwing names out there, and so I'm like, fool's mate, like because I, I love chess. Um, my fool's mate, that sounds really cool. And then yeah. I put it in the Xbox thing to see if it would work, but like the like I want to just fool's mate, but mate spelled mate, but yeah. then it had an eight um M eight work, and I'm like, well that's like such a good name, so I have to go with it. Yeah, there you and go. So I went with it. But yeah, moving on to uh, Welly. What was your original original name? First name you typed in. Oh my. Um, <laughs> Here we go. Well, but like folks. So I'm a bit of like, a, I was a bit of a bandwagon as a kid. Eh? Like I just, like my favorite football team when I was growing up was like the Wellington Phoenix. I don't know if you've heard of them. Oh, yeah, um, right. Yeah, A-League team. Um, so I used to go watch their games and when I got my first PS4 name and I could change my ID, I was like, you know what? Welly Phoenix Lad one two one. Welly Phoenix Lad one two one. You know what? I reckon I would have killed you so many times. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people did. Uh I was and still am not the best. But you know, we're going off original original names. My first ever Xbox name was Rowdy Rocker. <laughs> oh, you should never say that on stream again. Uh, okay. That was that's... a horse name that I watched at a horse racing like carnival. It's oh my god! I really loved the name, so it was mine for a little bit. Oh gosh, jeez, that's terrible. Uh, so was the game that you were addicted to before Fortnite because everyone was addicted to Fortnite um, if they played it but before that we were, all, we were all addicted to something mine was Minecraft I owned servers I made money off servers what what game were you guys addicted to? Ooh. That's a tough FIFA. one I would have to say FIFA as well but I don't think I, would, I always had my phases I always loved story games I probably had spent probably over 100 hours on Skyrim right um, but yeah, I'd probably say FIFA. That was the most consistent game that I played every year. FIFA as well for you, Welly? Yeah, no, nah, I was a bit of a FIFA holic. Just FIFA. Was it? Was there a certain one that you liked more than other ones? Oh, seventeen. Maybe 17. no, sixteen. Oh, no. Yeah, seventeen so, was oh, good. I'm seventeen. I probably yeah. spent way too much. Yeah. Money on FIFA. So, uh, dogs or cats, guys? Are you a dog person or a cat person? I own neither. Um, <laughs> it's so a sad I'm life. Like, I'm probably going to have to say I'm a fish person. <laughs> fish I, had a, person. I, had a, I had a fighting fish and its name was Dropkick. Um, <laughs> but because it was a fighting fish and I, I loved wrestling, so I called it Dropkick. Oh, um, that's sad. I probably have to... It's a tough question, but I'd probably say cats, not going to lie. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, they train themselves. Welly? Oh, mate. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you own either? What, a dog? Or a cat? Like, I don't know. It really depends because I had a rabbit. It really depends. Did I have a cat? Did I have a... Nah, I had a rabbit. Well, like, nah, because I'm a dog person, yeah. And the thing is, like, my, my, my rabbit, my dad was allergic to the rabbit. And I'm never going to forget the day, like, the rabbit escaped and my dad was chasing it and he got, like, a reaction and it was just... <laughs> Oh, I don't know why. Was it funny um, or was it sad? It was bloody hilarious. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, we never got them back. So, from there, we just got dogs. <laughs> there you go. 
this might be yeah this this might be a bit of a competitive answer a bit of um yeah marvel or dc neither oh bang um wait i want to hear why you just never got into them well i don't even know what dc is and (gasps) oh no oh is that disney channel no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I'm quoting that on Twitter. I should, you know, I'm quoting that on Twitter after this. You know, Superman, Wait, Batman, this, Wonder Woman, no, Flash. Channel, fucking sign me up. Oh, sorry, my language. Um, sign me up. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, DC Marvel's is DC was Disney. Detective Comics. So Marvel's owned by Disney, but Marvel is Deadpool, Spider Man, Captain America, Your Avengers, or them. Uh, DC was Superman, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, The Flash, uh, and, you know, a few more. Hawkeye, uh, not Hawkeye, uh, Hawkgirl. How can you... I'll I'll answer it because um, I actually love this stuff. So, um, I I always feel um, DC have the cooler characters. Yeah. But Marvel did it perfectly in the movies. Yeah, Marvel Cinematic Universe, it was brilliantly produced. Uh, everything about it was perfect, and it was funny, and it was eye-catching. Yeah. I think and DC was more cinematic. Yeah, I mean, you go favorite um, superhero films. I think you have to go The Dark Knight. With yeah, the probably the yeah. greatest performance I've ever watched. Well, I mean, I studied film yeah. and television in uni. Um, okay. The greatest performance I've ever seen from Heath Ledger. Oh, it was brilliant. I think my favorite performance ever was Anthony Hopkins in the Silence of the Lambs and all the Hannibal movies. Yeah. That was ridiculous. But but Heath Ledger comes a close second easily. The 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 Joker, I mean, if if he didn't die, I mean some of the movies that could have been made with okay. with that acting are like I just it it hurts to think about. So, uh, so what's your what's your final answer? Are you more about the quality of the superheroes or the quality of the films? So, is it DC or Marvel for you? Probably have to lean more towards Marvel because it's um. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the last time I cried in a movie was in Endgame, uh, not because I'm. Oh, and it was so sad. Um, when when Captain America pulled Thor's hammer and like I was seven when this uh, Iron Man came out first, and when Captain America <laughs> pulled Thor's hammer and there was yeah. a cheer in the crowd. That was the guy <laughs> in the audience. That was like one of the, one of my greatest moments ever I've been to. Yeah, yeah. Someone's in the scrim cord um, at the moment saying, "It's DC Disney Channel." Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna put my hands up and say, "Like, if you quote me on that, you've got to at least shout me out." Um, <laughs> oh, that's one of the greatest <laughs> things I've ever heard. DC Disney Channel. I gotta say though, I think it's, I mean, Marvel, I am a big fan of both. It's hard to pick for me. I think the only reason I would say DC is because of the superheroes. I love all those superheroes. Green Lantern, as a youngster, was always my favorite superhero. Uh, Superman was always the best. He was always the person I looked up to when I was like four. You know, it was Superman or nothing. Um, I loved, I loved the Flash. I mean, we've got Flash in chat right now. One of my great, uh, great mates, Flash AU. Uh, his favorite superhero is the Flash, as he just said in chat. Flash is best, of course. But I also loved watching Justice League, not the new movie, but the old cartoon. Justice I, League. I watched that every night. The old Justice League cartoon. Justice League Unlimited. It's like 
I always loved it because uh, if you put JLU, that's like my full initials like, yeah. in real life. So I always thought, ah. Oh, just, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, so moving on to the last question. If you could have any duo partner from any region, whether it be console or PC, who would it be and why? Fools or so with you? Oh, um, I think it has to go. I wouldn't say like I um, more just for like the person to meet because um, they got me into competitive Fortnite. I I'd probably have to say um, go back to the old um, summer skirmish watching um, uh, Liquid Chap and Liquid Seventy Two Hours uh, back in yeah. the day. Um, they are the two who got me into competitive Fortnite along with Poach. Um, oh, yeah. I miss Dakotas, dude. <laughs> Dakotas, yeah. <laughs> That um, voice. But them three, Poach, 72 yeah. Hours, and Chap were the three that really got me into loving Fortnite during that time. Yeah. Um, and Willie? I'm just trying to recover, to be honest, after my last answer. <laughs> um, I'm just got to be careful what I say. Disney Channel. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Benji Fishy, because he'd carry me. Yeah. <laughs> So that kind of wraps it up. If there's anything else you guys would like to shout out or say to the Spotify listeners, go for it. No, we appreciate all the support we've had so far. We've been obviously the opening week, nearly month of Bambusa and the scrums. We appreciate it all, obviously. And Fools, anything you'd like to say? Yeah, just thanks for all the support. Um, thanks for having us on. Um, no problem. Podcast. It's um, been awesome. But yeah, um, I'd just <laughs> like to say for everyone that's jumped aboard in only a month, um, uh, I thank you and Wally thanks you and all the stuff behind us also thank you but yeah bigger things to come if we're already classed as number one we'll be here in another month so yeah there you go there you go would you guys like to quickly plug your Twitters well oh uh, yeah um, so we've got Bambusa Gaming as our main Twitter and then we have Bambusa Scrums um, which is our obviously our Scrum Twitter um, and your personal ones have- I don't have a personal Twitter. Just I don't even have a Twitter. So oh, there you go. Well, everyone, go go follow me at I'm Piano Guy because yeah, I, exactly. I need those. I just I literally just restarted my Twitter because it um I got kicked out uh, like locked out of my last Twitter because apparently I'm not older than thirteen. So <laughs> thank you, Twitter. <laughs> uh, um, uh, also follow the Instagram Bamboosa uh, Gaming as well. There you go. There, there you go. go. But thank you guys so much for uh, hopping onto the podcast and having a chat with me. It's been absolutely amazing. Uh, great to hear the Bambooster story. Oh, thanks for having us. It's really good to like you know have someone share our story for us. So we appreciate it. Yeah, I mean one month and you and you this far. It's a it's a story worth sharing. So thank you guys all so much for listening to the Pro Origins podcast on Spotify. If you guys would like to be a part of the next podcast, remember to go hit up I'm Piano Guy on Twitch. Uh, link will be in the uh, Pro Origins podcast on Spotify. But thank you guys so much and I'll see you in the next podcast.